you want to open your Bibles to 1 John chapter 5, um, I've titled the talk, You Can't Lose. You ever had a time in your life think, oh, I can't lose? Um, could be could be with anything. Could be uh, William in his cross country the other day, sizing up the opposition. No. <laughs> it could have been like uh, me and Anthony the other night when Evie and Charlie May wanted to play us, a, a, give us a game of pool and think uh, we can't lose. And we did, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, there might be there might be different things in in life that you sort of think um, uh, when when times are good, you think oh, I've got this covered, and and you think I can't lose here. Anyway, let's have a read of First John chapter five and verse four. It says, "For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world." And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. In the Amplified, it says, our continuing persistent faith in Jesus, the Son of God. So, talking about overcoming the world, that's the, uh, that's the big, uh, the big victory. And we get some key indicators here. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And so what is it that gets this victory? It's our continuing persistent faith in, in Jesus, the Son of God. So life, life's got its ups and downs. And, um, you know, there's, there's lots of phrases like that, isn't there? Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose is, is one I think of. Um, you know, there'll be good days and there'll be bad days. Um, and sometimes we make great decisions in life. Sometimes we make, um, Shocking decisions in life, you know, in hindsight, sometimes you can sort of look back and, and things can, can have their ups and downs. And then, of course, you've got the, the, the challenges of, of just our environment and what we're surrounded by and, um, and on a day-to-day basis. And um, you want to turn to Hebrews chapter 1. So, But what we get from that scripture that we've read already is that with God... If you're born of God, you can't lose. We can only win. Not like this time of year when you realise your footy team um, might not have much to cheer about for the rest of the year. But um, um, I can, me and Shane can relate there. <laughs> yeah, good. That's right. And we're not talking about Geelong, are we? <laughs> All right, Hebrews one verse eight. It says, "But unto the Son he saith." Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. And thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the works of thy hands. They shall perish, but thou remainest. And they all shall wax old as does a garment. And as a vesture shalt thou fold them up, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years shall not fail. But to which of the angels, said he at any time, sit on my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool? Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? And um, just like the picture of this here, I mean, we, we get the talking about you can't lose, the, thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. Nobody can take this throne. 
Um, you know, so you get it there in a, just a tiny little morsel in the scriptures, but you can't you can't lose with God. And um, and he says here at the end to the angels, sit on my right hand and watch while I make thine enemies thy footstool. Like, um, you just sort of get that picture, just uh, crack, crack open the salt and vinegars or whatever and, and, and watch this play out. Um, I'm sure it's, you know, a lot more serious than that. But, you know, and then talks about angels being sent forth as well to to ensure victory, to um, to be there to minister. Um, so when you think, so sometimes, you know, like talk about the environment of this world and day to day and you get the news and, and whatever and you can think, man, this world is going crazy. And um, God, you know, what what's going on? Are, are we winning here? Um, I was just talking with Evie in the car, just making sure my thought was up to scratch. And... Um, and so you you sort of um think of uh you know all the all the people that don't believe in God you know and you could think god are, are we winning here you know and and actually uh are just wanting more and more sin and iniquity and and you get um you turn on the news and you get how bad mankind is to each other and you hear some horrible things about you know what's done to children or what's done in shootings or abuse and all of these things and you think god are we are we winning here and god's there with his angels and he says just sit on the right and just watch this unfold because his throne is forever and ever and and we can be confident in that and um God has God's laid it all out, and just like the sun went down at five eighteen tonight, I think five or five nineteen. Okay, five seventeen tomorrow night, five sixteen the night after. It can't change, so neither can God's plan. You know that's it's set in place. You know we know that the sun is going down at that time every night. And if you look up on weather zone or whatever, and God has set that in place, and and God's plan is set in place, and He says to His angels, "Just sit here and just watch it unfold, or go and carry this out for me and help it unfold." Um, let's uh, have a look at Genesis chapter two. Just got a um, few examples, a uh, few little stories here. Just we might flick through that you'll know uh, in verse seven. It says, and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. And as we read on, we understand that God put Adam and Eve in this beautiful, perfect situation, in this garden, in relationship with God. Everything was roses. and um, But then, of course, there they're tempted with sin. So Genesis chapter 3, verse 1, it says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And so from the beginning here we see, I was thinking, you know, thinking about you can't lose. So creation, 
God saw that it was good. It's sort of one to God. And, you know, he's, and, and there he has this relationship with, with Adam and Eve and, you know, whatever, we can call that two to God. And then, and then the, and Satan in the form of a serpent here comes in and boom, we got a challenge, you know, and you might say one to Satan. And as he has tempted Adam and Eve with sin to, to remove them from God. And, um, you know, and of course they're cast out of the garden. Um, let's have a look in Genesis chapter 6 and verse 5. It says, And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart were only evil continually. Now you know these scriptures, but we got, we got, we're six chapters into the Bible here, and God saw that the wickedness of Man was great in the earth. And it says, And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. Satan almost had his way here. You know, in the first six chapters of the Bible that God had created and was willing... uh, it repented him that he made man, and he was willing to just destroy them. And um, but it says, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And of course, we read that eight people were saved, saved there on the ark. Let's have a look over in Matthew chapter two. So there's this battle going on, and and you know, as and as an observer of if we're talking sport or if we're talking different things in life, you know. Is this person going to win out in the end? Um, are they are, are they going to overcome this situation? You know, are they 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 going to beat this difficulty? Are they going to beat this challenge in their life? And and sometimes you can watch and you can see, and um, that sort of thing. You know, which way is it going to go here? And so you see this this tussle and a and a um, uh, maybe a an observer to the the plan of God without without knowledge of the power of God could sit back and go, oh, you know, yep, Satan's a good, good one there and, and um, you know, which way is this going to go? Matthew chapter 2, verse 1, of course, we read when Jesus was born. It says, now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes and people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet. Um, And now Bethlehem in the land of Judah are not the least among the princes of Judah, for out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. And then Herod, when he had privily called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child. And when you have found him, bring me word again that I may come and worship him also. When they had heard the king, they departed. And lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. When when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding joy. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. 
When they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh, and being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, and take the young child of his mother, and flee into Egypt, and be thou there until I bring thee word, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. So, once again, we've got opposition to the plan of God set from the beginning, and here Jesus Christ coming to the world, and this is going to be a big one for God, and then the opposition comes in, and, and Herod wants to destroy him. Um, we want to flick over to Matthew 4, just a, a couple more. Um, then, uh, of course, when Jesus is an adult, it says he was led up, uh, in verse 1, of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward hungered. And when the tempter came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Um, might just skip down. It says, uh, Again, the devil taketh him into an exceeding high mountain and show him, showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them and saith unto him, All these things will I give thee if thou wilt fall down and worship me. And then said Jesus unto, them, unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only that shalt thou serve. Then the devil leaveth him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. Angels came and ministered unto him. Once again, God's there in all of this, in this, in this struggle, and um, and the um, what's the word? The unlearned observer, if there was such a thing, to this might think, which way is this going to go? God, are we winning here? Um, is is the devil going to have his way? And God says to the angels, just sit down on my right hand and just watch the plan unfold. Um, Matthew chapter 16. Of course, you know, you can, you can fill in the gaps. You know the story of, of what happened. But I suppose I, I want to get, I want to get to, um, just a, a good scripture here. Um, it says in verse 21, From that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall uh, not be unto thee. So Peter's learning here of Jesus going to the cross and, and Peter wants to stand up and say, not not gonna not gonna let it happen and um but he turned and said unto peter get thee behind me satan thou art an offense unto me for thou savorest not the things that be of god but those that be of men so the god's plan had to unfold and it's it's interesting he says get thou behind me satan but once again we see this this battle to stop the plan of god that the, the that he sits on the throne forever and ever, you know, to unsettle that. And if we look back in verse 15, it says, He saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. 
And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto thee, that uh, thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And so here we, we read of um, the church and, and the rock on, on Christ, or, or these foundations, this understanding that Peter had here, that thou art the Christ, the son of the son of the living God. And on that rock will I build my church. And what does it say? The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. You know, and and so you, you see right from the beginning, the serpent, and, and, and we could go through the Old Testament trying to knock out Israel, and, and then the, the New Testament, Herod, trying to knock out Jesus, and then uh, the devil himself try, once again trying with Jesus and, and trying to knock the plan of God off its rails. And here, it's a, and then the church, you know, and we can read through the book of Acts, and we know now the challenges to us. And if we, if we stand upon that rock, thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God, you can stand there. Have you ever <clears throat> played a game where um, you're standing on something and people try to knock you off? Has anyone ever done something like that? Um, there's a at Karakalinga. There's a place called Slippery Rocks, and there's a there's a rock in the water there where my brother-in-law likes to go and stand there and um, show that no one can knock him off. Um, but as the wave comes in, you can get a bit of elevation and 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 knock him off. But um, if you imagine that you plant your feet on the rock, Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, and the gates of hell, <laughs> you know, like just just everything this world can throw at you, just to you, you just imagine everything just to just to knock you off can't prevail. You know, I, I think that's amazing. You know, like. Obviously, we know it, but just to to sort of read that scripture, the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. You can't lose. Um, Romans eight. I uh, ran out of notes here, so I uh, had a few salvation scriptures to uh, to go with it. But of course, we know here. Romans 8, verse 9, verse 8. So that then they that are in the flesh cannot please God, but ye are not in, in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. So we know that, you know, coming to the Lord and um, and turning from our old ways and being filled with the Holy Spirit to be to have, have Jesus Christ living inside of us, um, to be, um, to have to have that strength, um, it's a wonderful thing to know that we have this confidence you can't lose. And however the world looks tomorrow, and however, um, however you know that makes you feel, um, you know, like I say, maybe if if uh, you know you're not feeling on top of things, you, it could almost be like you know, God, are we winning here? Of course we are. You know, like, we, we're with the living God who's thrown his forever and ever. 
and um, there there is nothing that can knock us off. Uh, you know, while we while we remain on the rock, while we remain in His footsteps, there is nothing that can knock us off that course um, to the eternities. All the people said. Amen.